I'm Jody Weitz, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to your spectacular life. I am Jody Weitz, your professional and strategic coach, making sure your life is nothing less than spectacular. My guest today is Manoj Agarwal. And hi, hi Manoj. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. Let me tell you something about Manoj, and then we're going to jump into his very interesting story. Many have dreams of making it big in business, but entrepreneurship isn't for the faint of heart, particularly for an underdog in society, an immigrant from a developing country, a someone who went from earning $2 a day to the boardrooms of Fortune 500, Manoj is the founder of Tetra Noodle Technologies, an elite tech consulting firm who has been listed among the world's top AI leaders. His deep knowledge and experience in cutting edge technologies, human psychology, and neuroscience has helped him build systems that result in exponential growth both for individuals and organizations. Wow, Manoush, I want a little of that. I want exponential growth. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I know, don't we all? It, um, you know, it, it's tough, you're right. Being an entrepreneur and building a business is tough, but let's go back first and let's start about where you started and where, when you wanted to know you wanted to build your own business and scale it for success. So let's go back. Tell me a little yeah. bit about that. So my journey started, uh, you know, when I was 15, I was still in high school. <clears throat> I started working in a factory um, and I was earning $2 a day. And um, I, uh, one day I was uh, flipping through some business magazines and I read these stories of these tycoons, very successful people who have built their empires. And I got inspired from that. I was like, you know, what do these people have that I don't have? And of course, at that point, it was everything. Like I had nothing. <laughs> um, so, but it sparked some interest in me, sparked some curiosity in me. And uh, then I found my love for computers and programming. Mm. And um, back then I was very introverted. Uh, and so I really liked the idea of telling a machine what to do and it will just mm. obey it and not talk back or anything. So I, I really liked that. And the, the fact that I can sort of do some programming and then help other people, help businesses, that was great. It was a lot of fun for me. And um, then I came over to North America after that in 1998. Mm -hmm. Were, and you, that was, were you coming over as a coder, essentially? So um, the story is that I met my future wife in the same programming uh, mm -hmm. course. So, mm -hmm. so we studied programming together and then we decided to move to Canada. And, um, and yeah, I mean, my, my focus was still 
uh, coder uh, programming. And uh, that was a dot-com boom time, luckily, and I got a job very quickly. But I also lost my job quickly enough um, mm. because of dot-com bust happened, and then September 11th happened, and mm. Gulf War happened. So I lost about four, three to four jobs very quickly in quick succession. So, and then I thought, you know, this job security thing doesn't seem to be working out for me, even in North America. So I started my consulting company and I started working with multiple startups, um, you know, building their technology. And then I also got a chance to work with Fortune 500 companies like Microsoft. So that was the first Fortune 500 company that I worked with. And we were tasked to build a system to handle their worldwide uh, uh, enterprise licensing division, meaning mm -hmm. their large customers around the globe. Mm -hmm. And that system was um, uh, processing about $30 billion worth of transactions every year. So I got to see how small businesses grow into large businesses, and I got to see how large businesses <laughs> dominate the, the, the business world. Right. So I, I got a lot of sort of insights from different industries, different you know backgrounds, also coming from a factory, you know, just observing how things are done at the ground level. Mm -hmm. So um, that was my journey from the, you know, from the, the factory floor to, you know, going to the boardrooms, talking to senior executives at Microsoft who, you know, who make all these big decisions. And then the other aspect was how things are done at a, in a smaller company, like how you can move really fast. Mm -hmm. You can be nimble, you can be nimble, agile uh, in a large corporation, like, you know, you, ha you have to like really think about a decision and it takes weeks to get input from like all, all the parties concerned. So mm -hmm. all of these things sort of, you know, started shaping uh, the way that I think, the way that I do work and, and, and so on. Now, now tell me, you've, uh, you had all the experience, you know, you were in jobs, you lost jobs, then you got the, the big job from Microsoft, that always feels good. And then you started and sounded like thinking about doing your own small company and being an entrepreneur. What gave you the courage to do that? See, um, as I said, like working in the factory, like that factory belonged to my dad and he raised me like a factory worker for for his his own reasons. I understand that now. I resented it at that time because, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to, um, of course, uh, as a rebellious uh, son as well. Like, you know, I was, I was like, you know, I, I, I don't want to follow your orders. Um, but I, uh, I, I got that sense of entrepreneurship at that time as well. Like, what it means to be an entrepreneur, why, uh, you know, how does a, a life of an entrepreneur goes? Like there's always ups and downs and there's, yeah. you've got to be tough. But I also found what it means for personal freedom. And mm -hmm. that was the biggest uh, thing for me where, you know, even if I don't succeed, if I can have a shot at my personal freedom, mm -hmm. then I can utilize my time doing whatever I want. So, um, because I, uh, you know, I, I dive into different topics. Like I'm a polymath, so I, I dive into human psychology. I dive into mm. space. I I dive into religion. Um, so I always had like these extracurricular activities going on. So um, getting my time back was a big, big motivation. And of course, spending that time with my family and mm. you know, uh, enjoying my time with the people that I wanted to enjoy my time with. These were all very big motivations. Mm -hmm. I know there is nothing better than having your own time to do whatever you enjoy and there's nothing harder than being overworked 
and being yeah. overwhelmed yeah. with building a company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, I mean, we're going to talk about the company, but right from the beginning, you have a lot of interests. Where did you find that work-life balance of still being able to dig into those interests, but still having to run this company to be successful? Yeah, I mean, uh, see, initially the company was quite uh, small. There were just uh, myself and my ex-wife. Uh, mm-hmm. And we we were, um, you know, we had uh, not a lot of clients. At, a, at any given point, we'll have like, you know, two or three clients. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, pretty good living, pretty good uh, uh, money. And um, uh, what what another factor was like, you know, uh, as, as COVID, uh, uh, during the pandemic, a lot of people started working from home. But for me, uh, as since I'm working in tech industry, I've been working from home since 2001. Mm. So basically, my company was just next next door bedroom. Um, <laughs> right. So you know, it was an easy way for me to balance uh, life and work because you know I, I used to and I I still carry on that same routine. Like I work a few hours in the morning, take a break, you know, have lunch, go for a walk, mm. then you know, do another three four hours. And then take a break and then do some work in the evening. So that way you can like elongate your working day, but then you can like take breaks and do whatever you want to do in those breaks. Yeah, and it sounds healthy. You get you uh, you get time to think and and not think essentially, so you can be creative for whatever is coming up with with walking and you know essentially going back and breaking and eating and and it's you know you've got that experience since 2001 which is great now let's switch gears and talk about your company tech noodle i love the name it's very catchy i don't think i'll ever forget it tell me about building that and what that company is all about so uh, yeah, so the name is Tetra Noodle, and I got the name sitting Tetra, in a yeah. is sitting in a restaurant called Noodle Box. I you know I, I I was terrible at naming and marketing and stuff like that, so I just borrowed a name uh, from the restaurant name that that I <laughs> con- conceived this company. In. So um, basically, you know, my uh, superpower is to be able to understand business mm. and convert that business into um, solutions that technology can solve. So a lot of, I mean, more every business has a lot of challenges, a lot of problems. And what I found was um, most of my engineer counterparts, they focus primarily on technology. They don't, uh, again, I, I this is not a knock on any engineer, but generally since we are trained in one discipline, we can only focus on technology. It's very hard to get business concepts or human concepts or, you know, how the user experience is, what people are feeling. That doesn't come easy to engineers. And that was me for the longest time, but still um, having that experience of working in a factory, working, how, seeing how things are orchestrated, um, you know, in various departments, various machines. I'm able to look at a business and see what are the components of that business and where is the low hanging fruit for making an impact. So if a, if a business owner comes to us and says, hey, I have an idea of a, app I want to build or a, or a new software I want to build. It's very uh, easy for, for us to break it down into multiple smaller components, put it all together and and build it and build it in a way that will last. So because again, a lot of uh, technology has bad rep for, you know, bugs, b- crashes, breaking, breaking down. 
<laughs> but I can say proudly, like there is some software that we have built that we built in like 20 years ago and it's still running without any mm. problems. So, um, so these are the kind of things that sort of uh, encouraged us or, you know, gave us the satisfaction that we can do a lot of good in the, in the world, especially when you, I mean, Microsoft was a purely, um, purely commercial endeavor, but you know, when we build software for education, for universities, for healthcare, <laughs> that changes lives. So, you know, that impact is very, very satisfying. Yeah, it is. You know, you build software, Tetranoodle um, delivers AI-powered consulting and technology solutions. That can be very broad. You work with a, a number of different target audiences, you know, the entrepreneurs, startups, small to medium-sized businesses and beyond. Give me an example of a typical client that you worked with that you made an impact with and sure. uh, that they are now whatever company is scaling due to that impact. sure sure I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples so one company was a startup uh, idea that the entrepreneur came to us and uh, they wanted to build um, orthotics 3d printed orthotics so what happens is that a lot of people have joint pains um, because their feet are constructed in a specific way, me meaning sometimes they have flat feet or high mm -hmm. arches on the on the under underside of their foot. And so medication and surgery doesn't help in this case. So what we did was we created AI computer vision algorithms that can take some photos of the feet of the mm. of the patient, and then those photos get converted into a 3D model. And that 3D model used to be two millimeters within two millimeters of accuracy of the actual size and the contours of the uh, of the feet. Now this 3D model gets fed into a 3D printer and then the 3D printer prints out a custom orthotic that is custom fitted to your uh, to your foot. It it fits into your shoe and then provides support at the right places to to help you, you know, uh, get relief from the joint pain. And it also helps uh, athletes get better performance and things sure. like that. So, so that is one example. Another example that's is great. And I've got just by the way, yeah. I wear orthotics all the time. So yeah. that is a great contribution yeah. because feet are so important. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Thank you for that. I just yeah. want to shout yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. Thank you, Manush. All Absolutely. right. Uh, what about another one? Yeah. So j just to mention, so, so it helps people like yourself who, who needs orthotic and in the marketplace, you can only buy certain sizes yep. or what have you. Yep. And then this, uh, by the way, this technology was so successful that a $43 billion German company white labeled it and sold it under their brand. Mm, right. Great. So, so another example is in higher education where a lot of students in university programs they drop out of the university program in the first two years. In fact, 30% of the students drop out. And the reason is they the students find that the courses they enrolled in are too difficult or of no interest to them. So what we did was we created some algorithms which harvested data from hundreds of thousands of students and their past history, their school SAT scores, their aptitude scores, their interests. And then we created a model to predict what kind of student will like what kind of course. So it's almost like uh, Netflix recommends shows to us. <laughs> we are able to predict the right course for the right student. So as they are enrolling into the university program, 
we recommend hey you know you should take these courses because you'll find them interesting and so the result was everybody every student who went through that program they actually uh, finished the the degree the dropouts mm-hmm. rate declined and um, this program was so successful that president obama mentioned it in his speech uh several times and bill gates also mentioned it and bill gates foundation invested in the project great wow that's fascinating and uh, it sounds like you know you helped again make an impact with these students to be actually interested in their classes and to be able to continue taking those and graduate that's great yeah. Yeah. now you know um you work with AI powered consulting. Um, and, I, I, you know, let, let's bring it down to the basic level. Most of us have run into chat GBT and use that for a number of things. And now AI is really coming out. Tell me why AI powered data science? How do you use AI in your business? See, um, I will say one thing, like uh, AI is everywhere already. AI yes. has been around us since um, uh, like uh, almost year, uh, 2005, it has started uh, being, you know, uh, in our pockets, in our life. Uh, everything that you see around yourself, like starting from your mobile phone is all powered by AI. The news that you read powered by AI. This Zoom call we are having, the traffic it's uh, pushing through the internet, it's controlled by AI, optimized by AI. So, um, so it has been around for a long time, and the people who have the knowledge to use it correctly, they have become the richest people on this planet. Mm. You can name uh, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. All their companies are nothing else but AI algorithms, How? right? That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So now the thing is that with ChatGPT, it has become democratized, and people now realize the power of what AI can do. But people like myself, people like you know other uh, people in the tech industry, they have been using for decades uh, this AI. So now the next step is AI is, is more than chat GPT, as I demonstrated in my mm-hmm. examples. It's, it's about finding really minute patterns in data and mm-hmm. then helping us make the right decisions, making us um, see the things that our human mind and human senses are not able to uh, perceive right so because uh, you know I, I cannot talk to uh, hundreds of thousands of students and tell them oh based on my experience you should take this course mm-hmm. that's not going to happen I will be I will have my own biases and whatnot but uh, but with AI we can do that and the father of AI uh, Andrew Nug uh, and many other very very uh, knowledgeable experienced people they have said that AI is the new electricity AI is the new fire so if people can imagine their life or business without electricity, then that will be the life without AI. So when we say we are AI-powered consulting, we look for opportunities for people to uh, start using AI today. We, we implement AI so that they are future-proof. So uh, why, why is that? Because see, AI is a technology wave that is bigger than any other technology wave uh, prior, to, prior to this. So uh, let's say if you go to 1990s, when the internet was just coming up, if you went and asked somebody, do you need an email address? Do you need a website? Most people will say, I, I, what is that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. But then uh, one day, Jeff Bezos started a website called Amazon in 1997. 
and within 20 years he became the richest person on the planet right mm. he, he beat out walmart which has been around for 100 years right so right. now we are at the same point where uh, somebody who wants to modernize their business we got to use ai otherwise they will be playing catch up in next 5 years right mm -hmm. so right. so yeah so we we look at opportunities to incorporate ai and other automation any any other related technologies like blockchain etc and we try to implement that in their business so uh, you know name just three simple business tasks business um you know business models or whatever that you would use ai to <laughs> do to help them improve and grow just yeah. three simple ones so uh, the first one uh, first one is operations you know when um, uh, companies they want to serve their client there are a lot of things that happen in the operations um, uh, uh, phase of the uh, phase of the business so we can automate that we can eliminate human error we can eliminate human delay um, uh, so uh, you know a good example could be quality assurance so let's say there's a manufacturing line um, in a manufacturing unit uh, if if the assembly line is very fast people will not be able to check the quality of each gadget that is being produced but with computers i can take uh, pictures of the, the assembly line in microseconds and i can detect using computers whether this unit is this gadget is okay or not right so that's one second um, it could be sales sales is all about numbers sales is all about having more conversations with people so um, in a typical day a very efficient sales person can maybe talk to 50 people right but if we use automation and ai we can actually start to talk to 250 people so we can more than quadruple their capacity um, by just implementing some automation and, and then that would be through something like email or yeah yeah, yeah. Or... emails social media social, like as uh, yeah. sms text phone calls like you can actually you can have AI make the phone calls these days, um, and they will be wow. like you know indistinguishable, uh, indistinguishable uh, from a human actual human voice. That's fascinating. Um, yeah, I don't then, know if I like that. Uh, <laughs> I get enough. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I am joking, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, it's powerful enough. I would, I would believe that to do yeah. to do that task. No, yeah, I mean the thing is that we yeah exactly like we have our likes and dislikes but the but the thing is um maybe this can be used for customer service so you know like where um somebody's calling in and instead of doing typing on chat you can actually talk to ai and uh, have a pleasant conversation uh, in fact the 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 idea is that i've heard this from many people even in service people will rather talk to an ai um in a customer service scenario rather than an agent because you know agents have their own sort of emotional reactions to people's questions so if ai can sort of handle it more tactfully that's a much pleasant experience sometimes uh, then um, you know as i said customer service is another example where ai can be used marketing is another example marketing is all about visibility and today the the world is controlled by ai right uh, we are we are so attention deprived because of the content that is being produced by AI. So if we want to cut through the noise, if we want to get noticed, if we want to market ourselves, our products or services, then AI has to be used because otherwise we'll be drowned in the 
in the noise that is created by the world around us so these are some of the areas where you know and these are just few of them hr is another one um any area you can think of uh, i mean in fact i will i will give you this interesting um, anecdote i think there are few companies in the world which are using ai as their ceo now <laughs> oh my word is that right okay that's interesting uh i guess uh ai doesn't throw any of the drama fits or the meltdowns yeah, yeah. right it's just pure information yeah yeah exactly oh, that's great mm -hmm. so um, I, i love that thank you for giving us an idea about what it is doing now where it has been and where it will continue to be. It'll be interesting and all the excitement on web version three. Yeah, uh, yeah. How much AI is going to be part of that, if not all of it, but- um, Pretty much yeah. pretty much all of it, pretty yeah. much all of it. Like AI is the engine that is going to drive every business, every uh, part of life moving forward from here. And again, the misconception that people have is this is new. This is not new, you know, everything around us, like even uh, we have smart fridges, smart watches, yeah. smart everything, whatever, whatever uh, uh, gadget that has smart in front of it, there is AI right there in, mm. in it, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, um, the, the idea is that uh, once people can feel it, touch it and use it, now they are realizing the power, everybody, mm -hmm like general public is realizing the power, uh, but it has been going on for two decades now. Great. Yeah, that that's interesting to to think about that. It's it's 20 years in the making. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we are getting to the end of our conversation. What about you? What are what are some goals that you would like to accomplish other than being a, a big company and, yeah. you know, well-known articles everywhere, man of the year on time. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so uh, it, it may sound crazy, but uh, one of my personal missions in life is to help 20 people win the Nobel Prize. Ooh, <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, yeah. yeah, and 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 it will, uh, the, the ideas that I have are going to use AI for that. And, uh, you know, we, we built some prototypes in, along those lines and the results have been really promising so um so yeah i mean i'm looking forward to to making that kind of impact mm, great oh yeah. that's wonderful yeah so manuj if somebody would like to contact you or somebody within the company to have a conversation um how how can they do that yeah, you can go to my contact website, manuj.ca, M-A-N-U-J.ca, or you can look me up on LinkedIn um, with my name, Manuj Agarwal. Uh, I also have my website, manujagarwal.com. Uh, so I'm easy to find. You can Google my name and it should be easy to find. Great. And his name will be in the show notes. Yeah. Um, I'm Wow, this has been great. I so appreciate your time. I love your goals and the way you want to make an impact on all of us. And I just uh, thank you for being on the show and wish you the best of success. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. All right, Manoush, you take care and uh, keep keep doing 
keep doing the AI thing. All right, making it better, better and wiser. <laughs> All right, take care. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.